Welcome to Haunted Hangover Haunt Reviews. I'm Louie, and I just got a chance to check out Haunted Overload in Lee, New Hampshire. Now, throughout the years, people have always recommended Haunted Overload and told me I should definitely check it out. Always highly recommended. All I hear are great, like, rave reviews about it. And I finally booked the trip to New Hampshire and got a chance to check it out because it is a five-hour drive for me. So it's not like I could just hop over there on a weekend and check out this haunt. And I'm glad I did. Now, before even reaching the actual main event, the main attraction in Haunted Overload, you walk through the queue slash line, and all I can tell you is that it's extremely immersive. I was almost confused and could have sworn I was already walking through the haunt. Like, it's kind of hard to tell where the haunt, like, begins and ends. Um, I didn't know until they actually made me show my ticket because there was a long wait. I was probably in line for about an hour, hour and some change. But yeah, when I got to the actual place to present my ticket, I was like, oh shit, this is where the haunted attraction actually begins. Now the queue itself features a bunch of scarecrows, you've got grim reapers, you've got all these lighting effects, but the crown jewel, the kind of centerpiece to this line has to be this giant skull with these jack-o'-lantern headed demons kind of surrounding it. It's like quite the sight to see. Uh, pictures don't do it justice. I'll have some here in the video version, but like seeing it in person, just the just how big it was, how huge, and then like the detail put into it, it was like really impressive and almost intimidating. Like if you've never been to a haunt before and this is the first thing you see, I could see you kind of changing your mind and being like, nope, I'm turning back. I'm good. There's also a few scare actors kind of wandering around the line, scaring people. There was one dude with a chainsaw. There were some clowns. Of course, all haunts have to have clowns. Uh, the one dude that stood out to me was dressed up as a like mutant crow type deal, and he was kind of getting people's faces. I'm just glad they had some sort of entertainment because of the long wait. So the actual experience lasts about 30 minutes. That's what I was told. They do have someone that greets you in the beginning to kind of run down the rules, which, which every haunt should have that. Uh, the cool thing about a haunted overload is when you're about to enter the actual haunt, it's, uh, it's like this giant facade of Castle Grey. It looks like Castle Grayskull from He-Man, so I could appreciate that. Uh, it's also very intimidating because it's right across from the giant skull I just talked about. Uh, the actual like haunt itself is just a labyrinth in a way of trails and you go into different other facades. There's houses, there's barns, there's a church, an evil carnival. Y you know, there's no narrative or story being told throughout. It's almost like a greatest hits type deal, but uh, that didn't really affect it in any way. As far as the scare actors inside of the haunt, I thought they all did a great job. Uh, a few standouts being this tall witch with long fingernails. Uh, there was this dude with a, a torso banjo, just kind of playing this torso banjo. Uh, he didn't try to scare us, but it was just a really funny visual. Uh, there was also this demonic woman with horns and this like goat man, which was inside of this whole satanic church type scene. I'm a sucker for that type of stuff. So, you know, I obviously loved it. Another thing that really works in Haunted Overload when it comes to the scare actors, there's a lot of misdirection. Uh, like this haunt utilizes fake dummy props and things like that. Uh, there's this one scene early on where you have these people that kind of look like mummies. They're all wrapped up 
and uh, there's probably 10 or 12 of them all standing and under the like the darkness and all the lighting effects they look like real people so whoever kind of built these dummies did a phenomenal job uh, going back to that whole like mummy scene one of the one of the the dummies was an actual person and you really just can't tell so that was uh that was really cool you could tell they rely heavily on that there wasn't really any like scare actor just being creepy in the distance it was a lot of jump scares but again the misdirection really helped achieve that and it even caught me and i don't really get kind of scared in haunts it doesn't really happen but i did jump once or twice so again that was that was really really impressive but the main thing haunted overloads got going for it are the actual sets you can tell whoever built these is just super passionate the attention to detail fantastic job you know walking through them i almost felt like i was in a movie that's that's how good of a job the people running this haunt did you could tell they love halloween there's a ton of jack-o-lanterns there's just like the use of shadows they built forts it's it's some crazy crazy shit and probably you know up until this point besides maybe like not scary farm and halloween horror nights this is probably the most like theatrical legit set building i've ever seen in a haunt you know again i haven't been to every haunt in the world so i don't know maybe there's something a little better but i was you know i i respected the craftsmanship of this like i i was able to stop and appreciate like wow these dudes like they did a great job they're just building building this and 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 immersing me in this world and and that's really like what i took away from haunted overload after i left now what makes haunted overload different from other haunts is the fact that they have a day haunt now this is perfect for families and kids like for example if you want to like take your kids to a haunted attraction and they're really young like i saw kids that look like they were like five years old running around it's a good way to warm them up to like their first experience um, in a haunted attraction because there's no scare actors it's obviously daytime so it's bright as hell there's no creepy music no lighting effects there isn't any of that uh, but for a haunt lover like myself it, it gives you a moment to kind of appreciate the crash the craftsmanship inside of the haunt and and take pictures and videos and you know if you want to honestly if you want to take some really cool like just cool pictures like if you're a model or something like that or you're trying to promote something spooky and you have an item like it's the perfect place to kind of do that and i wish more haunts you know other haunts did the same thing because it's a different experience like you you get to you get to see not behind the scenes because it does you know seeing seeing it during the day does kind of kill that creepy vibe you don't get you're not scared walking through it but it's a fall like it's a fun fall activity especially here where they had you know they have a shit ton of leaves so there's leaves all over the floor it feels super duper autumn and yeah just i, I don't know why more haunts don't do this plus you, you can make an extra buck because it is a separate ticket haunted overload has two different prices the night haunt is 28 bucks the day haunt is eight bucks i highly recommend doing both it's worth it haunted overload is something special and for me it lived up to the hype. So that was Haunted Overload. For more info on them, check out hauntedoverload.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate and review us, that'd be greatly appreciated. 
If you're listening to the audio only version of this episode, be sure to check out the YouTube version. I've got some images and a video I took at Haunted Overload. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is more booze. Catch you guys later.